Hey guys, Joe McCall again, REI in your car. Hope you're doing awesome. You know, one thing I realized when I do these recordings with this headset, you can't even tell that I'm in a car because the the microphone does such a good job with uh, blocking out the sound of my huge diesel engine <laughs> that's super, super loud. And so that's kind of a good thing. But also at the same time, I was like, oh, it sounds like I'm in an office and the uh, there's no background noise. And if I'm if people think I'm in an office with no background noise, there should be a better quality microphone. So <laughs> anyway, just so you know, I am in my car and actually I'm getting out here in just a little bit. But I'm um, just walking around here soon. Oh, hey, I just saw a deer. Oh, hunting season is coming upon us soon. It's June something right now. And in about three months, three to four months, it'll be a bow season, a deer season for bow hunters. If, you're, if any of you are interested, and I know a lot of you aren't, but uh, I will, if I shoot a buck this year in my backyard, I will definitely post a picture of it on Facebook and I'll reap the consequences of all of the angry, uh, deer loving, animal loving people out there. Um, uh, so <laughs> that's so cool. I, I just saw a deer going through the woods back there. Okay. So what I want to talk about, uh, this is what I want to talk about when in doubt, make the offer anyway. Uh, the cool thing about real estate guys is that it's, you, it's very uh, lucrative and the way we set up our contracts, um, we can, it's very, very little risk, very little risk. And I'm not talking about, there's, there's uh, some mistakes that people make when they are being taught this stuff or when people are teaching this, that I think are, are not right. Um, the, you should always go into the deal with the intention of buying it. Okay. You need to have the intention and, or, and the means to buy the house if you had to. What does that mean? You need to put down a serious earnest money deposit. You know, 50 bucks isn't enough. 100 bucks, I would say, is not enough. You should be putting down at least 500 to 1,000 bucks in earnest money deposits. Okay? And you need to have money lined up. You need to have private money or hard money or transactional funding. So you need to um, have the means to close these deals. And sometimes you should just close them, close on them, and then sell them. Okay, because if you were ever called into account from the real estate commission in your area um, for brokering without a license, you need to show them that, you know what, I, I did buy some properties and I did have the means to buy this property. I just changed my mind and I decided to sell the contract instead of the house. So you, you can't advertise a house um, that you don't own yet. Okay, you can advertise and sell your interest in the contract. So you can assign your contract. All right, so that's not what I wanted to talk about. But I wanted to talk about, um, go ahead, when in doubt, just make the offer. Oh, yeah, I remember what I was, my context in saying this was, some people teach that um, just, just get a contract, um, get a house under contract so you can, quote, unquote, tie it up and then farm it out and try to find a buyer for it without the intention of closing on it. And you can get into trouble doing that, okay? That's not the way I teach wholesaling. Uh, so... And also a lot of, some people just get it under contract knowing that they will, they always go back and renegotiate a lower price. 
later. I don't agree with that either. Um, but you can, here's the cool thing about wholesaling is that you can renegotiate a lower price if you want to, if you have to. So that's what the inspection contingency is for, right? So the only contingency you really need in any of your contracts is just a simple inspection contingency, it's contingency, contingency that says uh, my offer on this property is contingent on a satisfactory uh, inspection, okay? And that's two weeks, maybe, three weeks, four weeks, the longer you can get the better, okay? So here's a beautiful thing about that is there's, there's only so much due diligence you can do with a property or that you should do with a property before you get it under contract. Obviously, that's what the inspection period is for, right? So you can get it under contract, then you do your due diligence. You don't do your due diligence before you get it under contract. There's a little bit of due diligence you can do, but your main due diligence, you have to do that after you get it under contract. Otherwise, you'll be wasting and spending so much time doing a bunch of due diligence, getting a bunch of contractor's estimates and, and inspecting the house and all that stuff. If you were to do that before you actually got the property under contract, you'd be wasting a lot of time. So you should do some due diligence before you make an offer. For instance, looking at the house if you can, okay, at least looking at the pictures, looking at comps real quick, and uh, looking at maybe a, pr- a rough approximation of repairs, maybe 15, 20 bucks a square foot, okay? Um, but here's my point. Just make the offer. If it's close enough, it's good enough. It's good enough for government work, right? <laughs> As they say. Uh, there's My other f- phrase that I like a lot is, done is the new perfect. I mean, so it's okay if you spend just like five minutes to come up with an offer. Go ahead and make the offer anyway. Go ahead and get it under contract. If it's close, get it under contract. Because then if they accept your offer, you know you're in general ballpark. Okay? So... I've talked before, I had a podcast before, just look it up. It's the three R's of renegotiating your deals. You So once you get under contract, you look at these three R's. You look at the rent, you look at the repairs, and you look at the resale value. Okay? So you get it under contract, and maybe you did get it at a good price, all right? But if you didn't, you can go back to the seller and justify your price drop or renegotiating a price as long as you're within that inspection period. Based on the, one of these three things, it's, you know, I analyzed the rents and I put them in my spreadsheet and I also analyzed and estimated, I got a better estimate for the repairs that were needed and I got a better idea of the resale value and the comps. And based on my numbers, based on my analysis from my spreadsheet, um, blame it on the spreadsheet, right? I, I won't, I need to renegotiate and this price will not work. So it's a lot easier to renegotiate the price down after you get it under contract. I'm not saying that should be your intent going into it. Does that make sense? That should, you know, but you have that you can do that. So you can always go back and renegotiate. Just get it under contract. If it's close enough, make the offer. Don't spend too much time over analyzing it and overthinking it. You can always go back and renegotiate. And I see this trips up a lot of people and they get, they, they kind of freak out about it and they get worried that they'll make a mistake. Um, so stop worrying about that. Just, just make the offers. Does that make sense? That's what I wanted to say. If it's close enough, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and get it under contract. And uh, I think that'll help some of you guys. It'll help some of you relieve some of the pressure and the stress that you're putting on yourself. Um, It's not necessary. It's just you got to make five offers a day. Five offers a day makes 
the debt collectors go away, as they say, or something like that, right? So if you're going to be making five offers a day, then you shouldn't be spending an hour doing due diligence, all this incredible due diligence on each house before you make the offer. Just make the offer. Just figure 20 bucks a square foot for for repairs. Um, If it needs a lot of work, maybe $10, $5 a square foot if it just needs some cosmetic work. Okay, you can tell a lot of that from pictures on the MLS um, or just basic descriptions of what the seller tells you when you're on the phone. Just use the Zillow value for the ARV. You know, don't overthink this. Just use the Zillow value. Take 20, 30% off of that. Use 20 bucks a square foot for uh, repairs and figure $10,000 wholesale fee and just make the offer. Cool. I'm telling you guys, just just that little simple thing right there. I'm giving you permission to. It's not a blind offer, but it's you know it's it's educated. It's an educated guess. Just make a lot of offers. You're going to get one out of every 20 or 30 accepted. Maybe one out of every 50. What if it's even one out of 100? Okay, so what? Then make 100 offers. How bad do you want it? If you knew that you had to make five thousand dollars in the next week. Or I don't, I don't want to be insensitive here. <laughs> or something really bad happens to you and your family, okay? How many offers did you make a day? I bet you if, you, if your life was in danger or your family's life was in danger, uh, you would be making 300 offers a day, whatever it took. And eventually you'd get one of them accepted. And then you could flip it and make some money on it. And the cool thing about this too is that with that contingency, it gives you time to see if you if this is a really good deal and it gives you time to see if maybe if you decide you don't want it you can have there's another buyer that you could sell your contract to there's another investor that might want that contract and so you could see if there's somebody else that maybe you could sell that contract to for three five ten thousand dollars or do a double close or whatever does that make sense cool all right guys I have a calculator that I want to start talking about more on this podcast that helps you come up with these offers. And I don't know what the link to that is, but I will find out in another episode. How about that? I'll tell you what that link is. I'll tell you what, if you want the link to my free calculator, uh, send a text with your email address to this phone number, 636-255-8815. 636-255-8815. All right, guys. See ya.